I'm Adam Epstein, and I'm a dirty moderate. Dirty moderates, it's stay dirty, stay moderate, and Liz Cheney loses. We knew it was going to happen. We were prepared for it. We couldn't imagine it going any other way, despite the enthusiasm in the final days of getting Democrats to jump in and vote for her. And of course, the exemplary job she's done in standing up for the country on January 6th. And yet, Wyoming voters, by I think more than two to one, I think it was in the end, uh, booted Republican royalty, a Cheney, Liz Cheney, Elizabeth Lynn Cheney, right? Who was elected in 2016. It's only been in there three terms, was elevated very quickly to a House Republican leadership position prior to taking on Donald Trump, who voted with Donald Trump 93% of the time. And yet, on January 6th, saw what went on and said, this is the last straw, voted to impeach him, became an outspoken antagonist, and lost her position in the House, and ultimately now lost her seat. She was defeated by a uh, total phony named Harriet Hageman, famously 2016, was working for Ted Cruz in Wyoming, at least in the delegation, and called Trump a racist and a xenophobe and said, we cannot nominate a man like this. And now, now Wyoming's got Hageman. And I must say, you get the representatives you deserve. I always believe that. When a country is unwilling to discuss um, in a truthful, in a fundamentally authentic way, what it means to disagree and yet still tell the truth? Well, then you don't have a democracy. What do we do here at Dirty Moderate? We fight like hell for democracy. I don't say it as a refrain and I don't say it as a, as a bumper sticker line or some kind of sloganeering. I say it because it's the truth. And telling the truth is essential in a democracy. And lying in politics isn't new by any means. But for the past six years, namely since roughly six, seven years since Trump rode down that escalator, we have been in the battle for the truth. And it is tragic and it is galling to think about Liz Cheney losing her seat despite all of her conservative bona fides because she told the truth. Because She's doing what so many of us have decided to do who aren't a member of either party. We're putting country first. We aren't loyal to the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. In Liz Cheney's case, she's not loyal to the Republican Party, rightfully so, because the majority of the party doesn't want to tell the truth. They want to stick by and double down on the biggest, I believe, the most unfit, biggest disgrace tin horn, bargain basement, phony dictator who violated his oath of office for the moment he took the oath and then tried to destroy the United States government on January 6th, who absolutely incited an insurrection. Uh, hadn't been here for a couple weeks, but of course you all know about the executed warrant, the legally executed search warrant. It was not a raid on Mar-a-Lago by a very important law enforcement organization of the Republican Party. Used to be for, not Americans, used to be for, but certainly the party of law and order was always for, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, which had to retrieve 11 or so boxes 
of classified materials, some say top secret nuclear material uh, that had to be taken back that Trump took, that belonged to the National Archive, that he took to his to his Palm Beach uh, vacation retreat, to his Mar-a-Lago home, to his palace. Doesn't belong to him. The documents belong to you. And the truth belongs to you. That's the other thing. A public servant who continues to say that the 2020 election was stolen or who continually tells you that up is down and down is up and red is blue and blue is red and and so on and so forth is not fit for office. It's not. I mean, Liz Cheney gave a stirring concession speech. And folks, make no mistake, Liz Cheney's gearing up. You heard it here. Liz Cheney is likely to run in 2024, especially if Donald Trump announces, which I'm assuming he will do despite all his legal woes. If he's not in jail, he will be the 2024 nominee. I still believe that because it is Trump's party through and through. If it wasn't Trump's party, Liz Cheney wouldn't have lost. If they had really shaken off the yoke of Trumpism, the scourge of Trumpism, Liz Cheney wouldn't have lost, even if she was as outspoken as she has been. She wouldn't have lost. She lost because it's Trump's party. It's not the Republican Party. Despite Liz's own ideology, viewpoint, uh, and values. I mean, Liz said last night, I'm a conservative Republican. I believe, I deeply believe deeply in the principles and the ideas on which my party was founded. I love its history and I love what our party has stood for. But I love my country more. Folks, it gives me no pleasure to see the Republican Party morph into a white nationalist anti-truth cult, which maligns war heroes, decides that the FBI is not a legitimate organization, fundamentally disdains the Constitution, and still the majority of people still, save a few, cannot concede that there was a free and fair election that Donald Trump lost in 2020. I'm not a member of either party, as you know, but our democracy is a two-party system, and our democracy is stronger with that age-old two-party system because the two-party system is the way in our democracy we exchange ideas. We don't have a parliamentary system. We don't have, a, uh, thankfully, a, a, a monarchy or a dictatorship. We don't have a parliamentary democracy, as I mentioned. We do have two parties. And unfortunately, it does create a binary that I hate, leaves many of us like myself politically homeless, forcing to choose between uh, Democrats, which I may agree with maybe only half the time, although they do support the country and support democracy, and having no center-right alternative now because it's a far-right lunatic fringe. Our democracy is always going to hang in the balance if the exchange of ideas does not exist, if there is not an inherent tension that has been there since the founding of this country about what role individuals have in this society, the individual liberties, which I've talked about, which, which we are protected from, right? We aren't protected as much by the government, although it is a government by the people. So paraphrase Lincoln, but we are protected from the government, our individual rights and our freedoms. And we now try to engage in debates about things like the size of government. What should the military do? Should there be universal health care? How do we create jobs? 
Should women have right to choose to control their own bodies? The whole laundry list of stuff that's animated our political discourse, certainly in my lifetime, the majority of my lifetime, as the sort of central arguments. But believe it or not, and this is the hard thing I think both people, both parties don't understand, but I think progressives are having a harder time with this, even though they're toeing the line and I know they're going to vote blue because they're certainly not going to vote red, but they keep thinking that we should only have, and I want to generalize, I shouldn't generalize, but there are people who keep saying, I disagree with Liz Cheney, she's wrong on all these things, but you got that backwards, guys. You got that backwards. There's no but. The first thing is democracy. You're bearing the lead. You're, 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 you're acting as if this is the before times, the quaint times, when the, you have the luxury of disagreeing with a conservative Republican. You don't. And the labels, these old labels actually are ceasing to exist. Because I do think that if it's not a coalition of never Trumpers, a coalition of the willing, as I call it, never Trumpers and independents and Democrats and ex-disgruntled conservatives and everybody who wants to make sure that the Trump organization, Trump himself, Trump's people, the entire orbit stays away, is prevented from getting near that White House. If, if, if you really believe that, you need to stop qualifying Liz Cheney's ideology. Yeah, she has a political future. She has a right to have a political future. She lost her job for telling the truth. But you know what? That meant a lot to so many people who aren't in love with either party and are not here hawking for the Democratic Party. They're not here lecturing us on how if they don't get a progressive goodie bag that the world's going to end. No, the world probably isn't going to end in our lifetime, but democracy might because there aren't enough Liz Cheney's. There aren't enough people who are going to put country first. I consider myself a moderate, of course. I hold lots of conservative positions, and I hold lots of liberal positions. I'm a unicorn. I'm a hybrid. Listeners of this program know I bring everybody on. I like to have people on that I can sit down and engage with. I've had uh, the pleasure uh, of interviewing Colorado radio host from KOA, a guy named Ross Kaminsky, uh, who is not a Trumper, but is very much, you might say, a uh, conservative, probably more of a, of a of a true libertarian. Even he thinks the Democrats are more dangerous than the Republicans to democracy. We we fundamentally disagree. But I don't impute bad faith to Ross, and I'm so glad he was on this program. You'll hear him on on Dirty Moderate. The episode drops this week as you're listening to this, and may have already dropped. But the point being is that you don't have to say I disagree with Liz Cheney. And here's the thing: I don't disagree overwhelmingly with Ross Kaminsky, really. I don't disagree overwhelmingly with Liz Cheney. You know, I was uh, acknowledging prior to this broadcast to my producers that I'm a sucker for the scenery. Liz Cheney standing, right, flanked by American flags on a summer Wyoming night with the Grand Teton Mountains behind her, right? And she stood there in one of the few counties, Teton County, that actually supported her in the state of Wyoming. It's where Jackson Hole is. They call it like a little blue bear, a little blueberry in a bowl of red jello. Somebody described it as that. And there she was, still saying that she loves the history of the Republican Party. She loved being a part of it. She's loved serving it. But she loves America more. I mean, the party that Liz Cheney 
has long belonged to for her life, that her father was the vice president of the United States. And then prior to that, a congressman, he was in the same seat, a Wyoming House seat. There is a sole House seat in the state of Wyoming because it's very sparsely populated. Two senators in every state. But like Alaska, there's one congressperson. That one time was Dick Cheney from 1978 to 1988. And it's been Liz Cheney since 2016. And that's Wyoming. Wyoming is a left, uh, excuse me, left, leave us alone, don't tread on me, libertarian state. So when you say you may not agree with Liz Cheney on this and that, so what? She doesn't agree with you. New York City and Washington don't have to tell the Wyoming cattle rancher how to live. That's actually what makes America amazing, right? We're a big country. Not just in population, but in landmass, in geography, topography. So the interest of what goes on in a big mining state or a big oil state or big coal state and all those things, sure, we're all in together. I, I, I acknowledge that. But states are constitutional entities unto themselves. And the tension in America hasn't been... Should we be a democracy or not? We had that once. It was bloody. The Civil War, 700,000 plus Americans died. The tension has been what's called federalism. That's the tension between how the federal government and the state governments, all the individual states, interact, interface, do a dance, work uh, with each other and against each other. It's kind of the genius of the system. So Liz Cheney's Western libertarian politics very, uh, you might say, doctrinaire view of limited government. You don't have to preface by saying you disagree with it. In America, you don't have to agree. But as I always say, we do have to agree to tell the truth. And that's right. And that's what's been at stake. And no, it's not the truth that the Democrats are better and the Republicans are worse. It's not the truth that Republicans are better and the Democrats are worse. That's not the truth. Your party doesn't have a patent on the truth. But as a country, agreeing to disagree is one of our strongest attributes. Because what underlies that basic philosophy is freedom. And if you can't be free to oppose your friend, your neighbor, peacefully I mean, your uh, congressperson across the aisle, or in this case your political party, your freedom goes away. Your freedom erodes. And that's just what the Republican Party now, the Trump publican, the Trump surrectionists, the MAGA cult are trying to do. The party that Abraham Lincoln founded, that Ulysses S. Grant ran on, that Teddy Roosevelt ran on, that Dwight David Eisenhower ran on, that Ronald Reagan ran on, and all of them. They slide into an authoritarian amen corner for Donald Trump, who is a, a despotic psychopath. Okay? It's a this is a profound moral, philosophical collapse of one of the two parties in this country that we need to exist, that, that, that sustains us, that's now embedded in our life, that has been part, essentially part, of the battle of ideas. It's a moral failure, though, also for America, right? As Liz Cheney in her stirring speech reminded us, our republic relies upon the goodwill of all candidates all candidates for office to accept honorably the outcome of elections. What did Liz Cheney do? You know, the results were in pretty early uh, Mountain Standard Time last night in Wyoming, and Liz Cheney conceded. 
But do you know that she had to leave a few voicemails for Harriet Hageman conceding, and they acknowledged they got them, but Harriet Hageman would not get on the phone. But Liz Cheney said last night, all too saliently and pointedly, to make the point and drive it home about elections in this country. Tonight, she said, Harriet Hageman has received the most votes in this primary. She won. I called her to concede the race. The prime, this primary election is over, but now the real work begins. And folks, she's going to run. I think she's going to Ross Perot, whoever the GOP nominee is, which probably will mean the Democrats will hold the White House. And in the current climate, I hope they do. Because I don't see anybody on the Republican side that's still there that would run and not be in the throes of Trumpism, would not be a purveyor of lies. Like Liz Cheney also said last night, I could have easily done the same again. This is a quote. The path was clear, but it would have required that I go along with President Trump's lie about the 2020 election. It would have required that I enable his ongoing efforts to unravel our democratic system and attack the foundations of our republic. Cheney said, that was a path I could not and would not take. Because she continued, right? Quote, no house seat, no office in this land is more important than the principles that we are all sworn to protect. And I well understood the potential political consequences of abiding by my duty. There is an oath of office that everybody takes, folks. All of us who serve, that is. Anybody, municipal government, state government, judges, magistrates, uh, uh, council people, aldermen, senators, congressmen, you name it. You take an oath to the Constitution of the United States, to the we the people idea. And Trump has been one big, fat, disgusting violation of that. And you know what? It's corroded our republic. It's contaminated our values. And no matter our political party or our political views, We are all the worse for wear. We must be very clear, uh, Liz Cheney said, be very clear-eyed, excuse me, about the threat we face and about what is required to defeat it. I have said since January 6th, I will do whatever it takes to ensure Donald Trump is never again anywhere near the Oval Office. And of course, what did Liz Cheney remind us? Reminded us of the courage it takes to be a leader, not just by your own example, but by invoking Lincoln and Grant. Reminding us fundamentally that the Republican Party, which was founded in 1854, was founded out of the ashes of the Whigs and Free Soilers and former Democrats, et cetera, et cetera. It was there to thwart the expansion of slavery in all the new territories, which became states, to basically fundamentally be an anti-slave party, which it was, which Lincoln first ran on in 1860. And that was its creedal notion, that the country could not stand divided that people should not be on the basis of their race, chattel property. Ulysses S. Grant, who was the Union general famously, who uh, vanquished Lee in the Confederacy, um, Grant was invoked by Liz Cheney. And she said, because the fires of the battles nonetheless smoldered, Grant rode to the top of the column. He rode to the intersection of Brock Street and Orange Plank Street. And there, as the lads of his military watched and waited, As a substitute of turning north again toward Washington and security, Grant turned his horse south. Yep, turned around, and he headed that, he pointed that horse toward Richmond. And the guts of Lee's military, refusing to retreat, he pressed on to victory. 
Chris Cheney said that. And of course, Abraham Lincoln was defeated in his elections for the Senate and the House, Liz reminded us, before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union, and he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. For all of history. Because remember, it was Lincoln who said, a government by the people, for the people, of the people, or of the people, for the people, by the people. I can never remember the order. I apologize. Shall not perish from the earth. Right? The last great hope of earth. There's no hope if we lie. There's no democracy if we don't tell the truth. There's no America. There's not an America for all of us. There's an America maybe for a MAGA person or a disgruntled progressive or anybody that doesn't believe in this 246-year-old American experiment. Well, it's the duty of those of us who still believe, right, to keep on keeping, as they say, on a mission, not for Republicans and Democrats, but for the most successful experiment in self-government the world has ever known. God bless Liz Cheney and may her journey toward helping this country find its footing again and establishing a proper center-right alternative so that the Democrats and what could be a new Republican Party can continue to duke it out, not in the name of hatred or the name of division, but in the name of democracy. Folks, vote.org, vote.org, vote.org. Do not forget to register. Everybody, you saw it last night. Truth is on the line. Democracy is on the ballot. Vote.org is where you go to register. Everybody gets everybody you know registered. Don't quit. Big election coming up in November. It is one of two elections that will determine our fate. This election, November 22. And of course, subscribe and listen anywhere you get your podcast. Here to Dirty Moderate. We've got so much good stuff coming your way. Plenty episodes there for you still. More January 6th coverage coming and some fantastic guests as always. Folks, thanks for listening. Stay dirty, stay moderate, and stay safe. 